and a baby bank that's in Milford Haven and Pembroke Dock. And three food banks, Haverford West, Begelly and Tenby. They also help the lives of families in the festive season with their Christmas toy appeal. Last year, Patch gave toys to over 950 children. Listen every Wednesday at 5.40 to the Patch Update to find out the latest news with our chosen charity of the year here on Pure West Radio. Folly Farm just keeps on growing. A new play area here. This is Pure West Radio. Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. With the latest news for Pembrokeshire, I'm Kim Thomas. Another 42 cases of coronavirus have been recorded in the Hewilvar Health Board area, according to figures on Friday, February the 19th. The Public Health Wales figures show 23 new cases in Carmarthenshire, 15 in Pembrokeshire and 4 in Ceredigion. Across Wales, 533 new cases have been confirmed and 16 new suspected COVID-19 deaths have also been reported by Public Health Wales. The total number of cases in Wales is now 200,989, with 5,205 deaths. Three more deaths have been recorded in the Hewilvar area, with a total standing at 429 throughout the pandemic. Flood alerts have been issued on Friday, February the 19th for much of Pembrokeshire. Natural Resources Wales is warning of flooding in both the upper and lower catchment area of the Tyvee Valley, mid Ceredigion and around Newquay and north and west Pembrokeshire. An NRW spokesperson said the rainfall is forecast to continue until late on Saturday and the prolonged nature raises the risk of significant impacts. The combination of ground conditions, existing river levels and exceptional rainfall quantities gives a high risk of flooding of low-lying land during the next 24 hours and over the weekend. Many rivers are already at elevated levels from rainfall earlier this week and will react to the quantities forecast. An updated Met Office yellow weather warning is in place for Ceredigion, Pembrokeshire and Carmarthenshire until noon on Sunday, warning of heavy rain and gales. A spokesperson said, following recent rain, another band of rain is expected to become slow-moving over Wales and Western England on Saturday. An affordable housing scheme in Solva, the first of its kind in Wales, has been lauded as a hugely exciting project which will ensure the local community remains robust. Solva Community Land Trust, CLT, working in partnership with Pembrokeshire County Council and local social housing provider ATEB, will build 18 houses on part of Solva playing fields, delivering affordable rental accommodation. The project is financed by PCC's Second Homes Tax. The CLT's board has recently conducted interviews with a number of architectural firms and will be confirming the preferred practice in the coming weeks. The community will play a key part in shaping a shared vision for the project through community engagement with the architects and key stakeholders. The houses are scheduled to be built in the latter half of this year. Now more than ever, our communities must be resilient to the external pressures of both the COVID-19 pandemic and ongoing Brexit transition, said Joshua Phillips, the chair of Solver CLT. We see this development as key to ensuring our community is able to be as robust as possible, safeguarding affordable housing and providing accommodation for those in direst need within our community. A body pulled from the sea has been identified as a Meinklochog fisherman who lost his life when a boat sank off the Sussex coast, according to his family. 
Two of the three men on board the Joanna C. lost their lives when the boat sank off the coast of New Haven in November last year. Captain Dave Bickerstaff was pulled from the water by lifeboat crews and the body of 26-year-old Adam Harper was recovered by divers days later. A body brought from the sea at Bexhill in December has now been formally identified as Pembrokeshire man Robert Morley, his stepfather has said. Mr Morley, 38, lived with his family in Llangolman and Clarbiston Road, but worked away on fishing boats for long stretches. We understand that his fiancée works in Mine Clochog and that both their children attend school locally. He was described by one local resident as a doting dad and a kind, lovable geezer. That's it. You're up to date with the Pembrokeshire News with me, Kim Thomas, here on Pure West Radio. This is Pure West Radio, live from our studios in Hanford West. <laughs> Performing just like my Rory, you're too fine, need a ticket, I bet you taste expensive. Pouring up, 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 all the leader, if you're keeping up, you should keep it. Tequila and vodka, girl, you might be a problem. Run away, run away, run away, run away, I know that I should. But my heart wanna stay, wanna stay, wanna stay, wanna stay now. You can see it in my eyes that I wanna take it down right now if I could. So I hope you know what I mean when I say Let me take you dancing Two step to the bedroom We don't need no dance floor Let me see your best move Anything could happen Ever since I met you No need to imagine Baby, all I'm asking Is let me take you dancing Like Just us two in this party That Louis, that Prada Looks so much better off you Turn me up, 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 be my waitress No, we not in love, so let's make it Tequila and vodka Girl, you might be a problem Run away, run away, run away, run away I know that I should But my heart wanna stay, wanna stay, wanna stay, wanna stay now You can see it in my eyes that I wanna take it down right now if I could So I hope you know what I mean when I say Take you dancing Two step to the bedroom We don't need no dance floor Let me see your best move Anything could happen Ever since I met you No need to imagine Baby, all I'm asking Is let me take you dancing Like da 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 da
It's the start of the weekend. It's Jason Derulo on Pure West Radio. I'm Ben Stone. Welcome to Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. And we've got a busy show between now and nine o'clock. We'll be talking to Bill Kahn in just a few moments' time. Another archive interview to come. Fraser Watson will join us and we'll hear from the Swansea City manager Steve Cooper after their win against Notts Forest. We'll talk cricket and we'll get Gordon Thomas on to give us his reflections on the Six Nations so far as the competition takes a brief pause this weekend. That's all to come and some great songs for Saturday morning as we bring you Pure West Sport. Well, a very good morning and welcome to the show, Pure West Radio on a Saturday morning. I'm Ben Stone and we have a busy show, as always, coming up to kick off the weekend. And Bill Kahn is with me, as he is at this time every Saturday. Morning, Bill. How are you? Uh, good morning. Yeah, fed up with the rain yesterday. I'm hoping a bit better today. It didn't look too good already. I know. But uh, I keep my fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, that weather warning, I think, with us for most of the weekend in Pembrokeshire, unfortunately. So hopefully yeah. uh, that does soon pass. We're, we're all ready for some spring weather now. No doubt about that. Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we had a bit of news this week, of course, and we're going to follow this up on the show on Monday uh, with Peter Davis. But there was an announcement about the Indoor Cricket League, just to remind people listening, yes. they they started off playing this campaign didn't they this season of indoor league mm. it got postponed when the the covid-19 regulations changed again what's the latest news on that now bill yeah it's been abandoned for the season they're hoping to play it again next season and they're hoping to get more clubs in peter will tell us it's been sad because there was a refreshed enthusiasm i think people wanted to play something that the facility is is brilliant the trouble is even if they come back now late march the, the hub is already fully booked for its marvellous facility for cricket with all the clubs that are going to start their indoor nets there and pra- practice their cricket. There'll be football teams who want to use it mm. and it's fully booked, Ben. So they've taken the only sort of, I think, sensible option they could and they've called it off for this year. It's a huge blow for Peter because he has done so much work. He worked very closely with um, Paul Miller who was looking after the, the hub there to make sure it was um, safe, you know, free and, and there was social distancing and everything was sorted out there. They spent ages sorting that. So it's a massive blow for Peter, but he's very resilient. And the nice thing is he's already thinking ahead to next year. He's done a wonderful job. He took over from Wendy Bradshaw. And that certainly wasn't an easy thing to do because Wendy had raised the profile of that over many years. So uh, I'd say well done to Peter. I would say that. And um I hope he can get that going again. He will get it going, not I hope. But that's I don't need to say that. He will. Of course. So he will. um yeah, it'll be nice. So we got him coming on to the show on Monday. Yeah, a bit more cricket news, actually. The the news that the league will start again, all being well, all subject to COVID restrictions. But it looks like we're going to get games from the 25th of April. Harris and Allen Bowl final will be played on the 28th of August. That's the Saturday of the bank holiday weekend. So yes. obviously we have to caveat everything. But it's nice that there's, there's some planning going into to getting things up and running again, Bill. 
Yeah, we were talking today at home and I was saying, oh, all I want, I, you know, I love theatre, I love going to watch mm. big rock bands and think singing stars. All I want is to be able to go out and walk wherever I want, to enjoy a cup of coffee with some friends like Gordon and Fraser and to watch some local sport. And cricket mm. will be just the right time for that. So I'm praying that they'll be able to build on what happened last year when they did marvellously. The county club, I sing their praises for that, uh, for getting cricket up and running. Uh, I know there were people grumbling at them about not being able to watch games. Uh, but, you know, that had nothing to do with them. They were just obeying the diktats put out by the Welsh Cricket Association and they had to listen to the government. So there was no, you couldn't criticise anyone for that. You could only say they did a blinking job to get, good job to get the cup matches. Let's hope this year we won't have the cup matches only. We'll have some league cricket proper stuff on a mm. Saturday. Yeah, let's hope so, indeed. And that's good news that, that fixtures will hopefully resume on the 25th of April. OK, Bill, indeed. stay with us. Stay with us a few moments for more because we, we will go back through the archives as we do on a uh, Saturday morning. We're going to hear yeah. from an Olympic medal winner uh, in just a few moments' time and also let you know what's coming up on Monday's show because as well as Peter Davis, we've got another special guest joining us. That's all to come on Pure West Radio. Hi Tony, how's things at the Johnson Garden Centre? Ah, morning Matt. We're fairly busy. Central shop sales of coal, flow gas, logs and hardware. How about all your garden products and crafts? Many customers check out our Facebook page and arrange safe delivery. When is Johnson Garden Centre open now? Until the end of lockdown, we are open Monday to Saturday from 10 till 2. Sunday from 10 till 12. We start delivering after we close every day, but check our Facebook page for updates. I believe you have an after-hour flow gas service as well. Yes, when the shop is shut, you can call to arrange collection before 8 o'clock or place an order for the next working day. Visit Johnson Garden Centre or give us a call on 07891 675 080. We've got so much to offer. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to Pembrokeshire Vision Arts Wales, a brand new creative hub in Haverford West. Playing host to a youth and amateur theatre company, a show-stopping choir and a multitude of masterclasses from Broadway and West End talent calling all actors, singers, dancers and those who want to bring the West End to Wales. Vision Arts has the spotlight and the curtain is about to rise. Ready to take centre stage? Visit visionartswales.com Oh, Farm ice cream. Handmade delicious ice cream using the milk of their 350 free-range cows right here from their Pembrokeshire family farm. Come and try the extensive range of flavours which include traditional banana, blackberry, chocolate, coffee, ginger, lemon, Pembrokeshire honey, Pembrokeshire salted caramel, raspberry truffle, pistachio, strawberry and many more at their newly opened shop on the Riverside, Haverford West. They offer a range of sizes from small tubs and cones to eat on the go or insulated takeaway tubs for you to enjoy at your own pleasure. Lochmiler Farm Ice Cream. Follow Pure West Radio on Facebook. Wait a second. Search for Pure West Radio. When your legs don't work like they used to before. And I can't sweep you off of your feet. Will your mouth still remember the taste of my love? Will your eyes still smile from your cheeks? 
Sheeran on Pure West Radio with Thinking Out Loud. It's Saturday morning. I'm Ben Stone, Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Don't forget, you can see some of our interviews we've done on the Monday night show. If you go to the Pure West Radio Facebook page, we had the former Arsenal, West Ham and Celtic striker John Hartson with us on the show on Monday just gone. You can see that interview by liking the Facebook page. Bill Kahn is with me and at this time on a Saturday, we go back through the archive. And today we're going to feature James Davis, who was a silver medalist playing in the Rugby Sevens at the Olympic Games in Rio in 2016. And it's topical, Bill, with Tokyo just around the corner. It is. He was one of my favourite characters we ever because you never knew what he was going to say. There was always he, he was like Rob Evans, a born character. It was very funny. Didn't mean to be funny, but was just by the way he spoke. He's a lovely guy, James Davis. I think he's as nice a, a young rugby player as I've met for a long time. He's lovely. Yeah, younger brother of Jonathan Davis, of course. Um, and he, yes. he's a, a really talented sevens player. And that GB side that that obviously did so well in Rio in 2016 and and, mm. and James and his teammates a, a silver medal. I, I really enjoyed watching that. Did you remember watching that, them in action? It wasn't just James, of course, because we, we had success with with Jasmine Joyce as well, didn't we? In the, in uh, the, in the ladies yeah. team. But it was it was great to watch at that Olympics. It was. And to be fair to James, again, I think at that stage, he didn't get the credit for his ability in the 15-a-side game either. But his support play, his handling, his ability to hold up a pass, he was a great, great uh, sevens rugby player for such a youngster. He, you know, to get into that side was a remarkable achievement. And he didn't just get in, uh, you know, squeeze in. I bet he was one of the first choices on uh, a lot of the selections for that. Yeah, he did really, really well. So uh, we'll talk a bit more about him, Bill, but let's just hear the, the interview. And you actually started off here by asking him how he sees his future in the sevens. Yeah, yeah. You know, if if I do go back, it'll be like I did for the Olympics. Yeah. It'll be for one-off tournaments. Um, you know, that's obviously on selection. Um, I know the Wales uh, Commonwealth Games is coming uh, the Commonwealth mm. Games is coming up. Yeah. And then I know the Gareth Williams, the coach, wants to speak to me about that. And... You know, that'll be the only way I'd, I'd be able to play because I'd be out the season for the Scarlets. Mm. You know, um, there's potential for it, but uh, we'll wait and see. That's a couple of years down the line now. Well, yeah. It's a year down the line, so we'll wait and see. Yeah. i got to ask you, I had a long talk with mum and dad tonight, and they're clearly proud of both their boys and your sister as well. When you go home now, I bet they don't have to bring you down to us. Not that you need that, but do they tell you? If, they, if, he, if dad thought you'd had a poor game tonight, would he tell you? Uh... Yeah, he does in fairness, you know, he, he'll try and evaluate your game, um, but to be honest, he doesn't know anything about the game, so he don't really listen, you could he just, just shrug it, it off, chin, yeah, yeah. no, nah, they're pretty supportive. And what about Big Brother, is he still nagging you and getting you uh, told off on things? <laughs> no, he's all right. in fairness, he's moved to in, into his new home now, so oh, he can't complain about You're not nets. allowed in there, I bet. Definitely not, no. no. Well, listen, it's lovely to talk to you, and we're very lucky, because I know, you know, Neris Jenkins, who looks after everybody here, she's done a great job in letting us have a chat now, so thanks to Neris. She's nearby. Neris, thanks for that, you're a bit of a star and uh, hey keep up a good work and next time we'll be by phone because we actually got a phone back now James thanks very much well that's our archive interview this week James Davis Olympic medal winner and now making his mark in in the 15 aside game which probably means Bill and you can't absolutely rule this out but probably means he won't be involved in Tokyo when the Olympic Games takes place later on this year yeah, I don't think so. Yet I wouldn't bet on it. You know, you never know. If he's finding that he's not making the West squad on a regular basis, 
Because if you look at the back row, you know, as well as Josh McLeod there as Navidi and, and so many others who are joining Tipperick and, and people like that, you know, um, um, it's a hard, it's a big job to get in yeah. there. James Botham, Wainwright, uh, Falatau, you know, he, he might, well, I, I'm sure they'd be saying he's certainly one we would like to get in there. So I wouldn't say never. No, we'll have to see. Yeah, and that's to come. I'm looking forward to that. As I said before, I, I did enjoy the rugby sevens at the, at the Olympics. No doubt about that. Uh, thank oh, you, Bill. Cool. You're back with us on Monday. Our special guest is another uh, person from Pembrokeshire you've taught. That's adventurer Gareth Reynolds, who's just completed a really amazing challenge. He's a character and a half. He's a lovely guy. He was a pleasure to teach. I know I say that about all the kids I blinking taught, but they <laughs> were in general. But he, I spoke to him last night. He's back home. He's uh, doing his uh, isolation at the moment now in, uh, you know, conforming to the government requirements. And um, he's going to be there with us. I actually interviewed him for my website, pamishersport.co.uk, last night. Fascinating, fascinating that he could take that on. I, I was, Ben, I was getting seasick just watching him <laughs> in that blinking boat. But, and, I, you know, I like going across on the ferry to Fishguard. So I'm not one who, who's... Uh, prone to that but my god that i wouldn't do that if you paid me three thousand miles i think wasn't it across yeah. the atlantic yeah. ocean amazing yeah. challenge and and we'll single-handedly talk yeah Blame. i'm really looking forward to that gareth reynolds will be with us on monday evening live on the facebook page between eight and nine to tell us all about it uh, bill thank you for your time this morning thanks for being on the show my pleasure and yes, we will pleasure. see you of course monday night between seven and nine on pure west sport
Chris Montez on Pure West Radio and Let's Dance. Welcome to Saturday morning. I'm Ben Stone. It's really good to have your company. We are here with G&G Builders. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. Thank you to Bill Kahn as well. Always good to go back through the archives on a Saturday morning and we're going to talk football right now and specifically Swansea City because we've got Fraser Watson with us and he covered the 1-0 win over Nottingham Forest. Swansea left it late to get a win on Wednesday and he is with us right now. Morning Fraser, how are you? Not too bad, Ben. Not too bad. Another busy week, isn't it? And uh, yeah, another important week at Swansea. Yeah, indeed. So we'll, we'll talk football first up, I think, because you were covering the game. Uh, you can read some thoughts on that on PembrokeshireSport.co.uk. Uh, Swansea left it late, didn't they, in the week to get that 1-0 win over Notts Forest? Very fortunate, actually, Ben. Nottingham Forest came in a completely different outfit as we envisaged the one that turned up and was 5-1 in the FA Cup a little short of a month ago. They'd been on a bit of a bounce since then. They'd gone four and beaten. The Chris Hutton appointment finally seemed to be coming to fruition and they were really organised combat to the side the other night. Anthony Knockout hit the bar with probably the best chance of the first half and they edged the second half as well. And, and Swansea created nothing clear cut. It was actually quite a lacklustre display compared to recent performances. But again... It, the quality this one's decided really shown in the last couple of months that they won us playing badly you know and it was the desire of Connor Roberts a superb header at the end the cross came from the other fullback Jake Bidwell and and then they, they battled it out in the last seven or eight minutes after that and you know Steve Cooper admitted afterwards he didn't play well and he admitted they were second best for much of it but mm. they are the sort of results and we don't want to say it yet they are the sort of results which get you promoted and Swansea now five points behind the leaders, Norwich going to the games today, but with two games in hand. So they're very nicely placed in the table, sitting in third place, going to the, the game today away to Huddersfield. Yeah, I mean, there's still 18 games to go. So last thing I think Steve Cooper wants to do is still get carried away. There's going to be a lot, lot of twists and turns between now and May. But um, yes, you are right. I think what actually completely turned the mood the other night it was at one stage Swansea nil-nil and struggling and Norwich and Brentford were both winning and of course then that remarkable turnaround in QPR really against Brentford to, to beat them 2-1 they've lost now two in the bounce and all of a sudden Brentford who were looking favourites to go up as champions not so long ago Swansea only one point behind them with two games in hand as well and of course you mentioned Norwich they're both within touching distance so yeah, again it's another imperative game today isn't it Huddersfield side not going well um, performed a lot better actually in midweek when losing 2-1 at Middlesbrough but having won for a, a long period of time before that and and again Swansea will go their favourites that's for sure and that's the, the case now isn't it because of the great run Swansea have been on that the pressure uh, does mount as they go into every game but from some respects home and away it's almost a bit fixture proof right now isn't it because there are no fans in in ground so in a way that that almost relieves some of the pressure and they really can just take it game by game yeah, you're absolutely right there, actually. I don't think you noticed the other night if you, if you had a home crowd there. Perhaps I wouldn't say they would been getting the teams back, but there's certainly been an air of frustration around the place um, because the Swansea weren't performing well. They were under the cosh for lots of it. And at one point, it looked nil-nil was the best they could really hope for out of it. But there wasn't that there. There wasn't that sense of tension. You didn't get the whistles and the moans from the crowd. And you tend to be more patient when that happens as well, don't you? So, um, yeah, it's, it's a very interesting point you make there. And it's interesting when crowds come back now, how it affects some tactics. Because I think there there are a lot of teams now who are prepared to maybe wait that little bit longer, who aren't pushing forward so early and maybe panicking as such because they haven't got the crowd on their backs. Yeah, you're right. Let's hear what Steve Cooper had to say then, actually, after that win against Forest during the week. And a look ahead to, to Huddersfield today. Here he is, the Swansea City manager, speaking after the game midweek. Not a great game. Um, not much between the teams in terms of chances. 
Um, no real glaring misses, I don't think. Certainly wasn't from us, and I can't think of Freddie making too many good and difficult saves. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and say that you know we were brilliant in the game because of parts of the performance we weren't in terms, of, especially with with the ball. We we at times struggled to get a positioning right on the pitch and um, and play with with enough rhythm and enough intensity, especially first half. You know, I said I didn't like our our lack of intensity to, to our game both with and without the ball and I th- just thought the game was heading towards a nil-nil really a draw you know which you know Forrest are obviously a really good team and in good form and they got loads of experienced and, and talented talented players and um, maybe it would have been maybe they would have taken a nil-nil I'm not sure but um, I, I felt it was heading that way but we just felt in the second half we'd, we had to make some tactical changes get some more offensive players needed some weight and hope that maybe things would turn a little bit, and uh, and, it, and it and it didn't really, but but in the end we managed to create a, a good moment to go go and go and win the games. Delighted with the win, knowing that you know we we will and we need to play better in the next game. Well, that's the manager of Swansea City, Steve Cooper, speaking after the one nil win over Nottingham Forest. Swansea away to Huddersfield today, looking to kick on even more in the Championship. The Swans are third going into today's game. Fraser Watson is going to stay with us because we will look at the Premier League matches that are coming up and will reflect on a sobering week for England's cricketers in Chennai. They were hammered in the second test and they've got the third game coming up on Wednesday. So we'll talk to Fraser about that as well. It's Saturday morning and this is... Is pure West sport. Enjoy learning something new. Want to learn Welsh? Shimai, Shuditi. Doing hoffi dusty kamarai. Learning online is easier than you think. You can learn Welsh in your garden. You can learn Welsh from your kitchen. You can learn Welsh from your lounge. You can learn Welsh from your spare room. You can learn Welsh sat next to your dog. Courses start in January. Friendly tutors are there to help you learn and to make sure you have fun doing it. And the best part is, you can now do it from home. There's plenty of help available. The tutors are great. I'm enjoying learning Welsh. It's the most satisfying thing I've ever done. With 50% discount for beginners, what are you waiting for? Just sign up. Visit learnwelsh.com for full details. Do you dream of being out on the road, taking in the sights and sounds of Pembrokeshire? Thanks to Fast Track Driving School, I'm free to venture around the county, and now it's your turn. Fast Track is a triple award-winning driving school covering Pembrokeshire, Carmarthen, Cardigan and Llanelli. If you fancy a change of career in 2021, they are also instructor trainers. They even run driving lessons for those as young as 14. Want to learn something new in the new year? Fast Track it. On Facebook at Fast Track Driving School or call on 0333-772-0801. See you on the road. Do you need a cash loan? Loans at Home could help. We offer loans of between £100 and £600 and have over 60 years of experience of helping people in the Pembrokeshire area and beyond. Go online at loansathome.co.uk to get a decision in principle now. Compare the price of home collected and other cash loans available in your area at www.lenderscompare.org.uk. Representative 466.4% APR. Loan subject to affordability. Unlike some other stations, we broadcast from Pembrokeshire to Pembrokeshire. This is Pure West Radio. You can listen to Pure West Radio anywhere. In the kitchen, in the bath, in the garden, on the sofa. Go for it. Even in space. Finally, I'm where I want to be. 
Sounding really good for Saturday morning. Jess Glynn plays here on Pure West Radio. I'm Ben Stone. Pure West Sports every Saturday between 8 and 9. Really good to have your company at the start of the weekend. And of course, all the Premier League football matches are on the telly at the moment. That's been confirmed. It will continue for as long as supporters are not allowed inside grounds as the coronavirus regulations continue. There are four games being played in the Premier League today. Fraser Watson is staying with us to have a look at those. And there are some interesting fixtures going on this afternoon, Fraser. 
to be honest, four games with a lot riding on them, Ben. Yeah, Southampton being in poor form, Chelsea returning to form almost since Thomas Tuchel came over. Um, Burnley against West Bromwich Albion and Fulham against Sheffield United. Now, the latter two there, Burnley, West Brom and Fulham, Sheffield United, uh, we're in must-win territory now for both West Brom and Sheffield United. You know, I, I think they've got a lot of ground to catch up. Fulham have much improved. Um, they're now within six points of Newcastle. They'll have them in their sides. Newcastle struggling. They're their best player out injured at the moment in Wilson. And, and Burnley as well, they're not safe themselves. So I think those two could really shape now the relegation battles over the next few weeks. If West Brom and Sheffield United both pick up nothing today, I think it's a long way back for them, Ben. I, I think it then becomes a case of whether or not Fulham can get out of it mm. and the bottom two are almost confirmed. Liverpool, Everton, of course, Merseyside derby at half five. It'll be one of those games where we all lament the lack of fans. Um, be interesting to see how Liverpool have been lifted uh, from that result on Tuesday. You're going so poorly in the league, but you think maybe that Champions League result might have picked them up a bit. They did look a lot better in Leipzig, but still, I say in Leipzig's obviously played on neutral ground, yeah, such, as the, yeah. such as the modern world, but they still did look vulnerable behind. But Everton threatened City at times on Wednesday, but was simply overrun and they need to pick up themselves as well. Um, they struggle a bit of late, especially defensively. So it's actually a game where you think both sides are susceptible going in. And you look at the contrast actually to the first Merseyside derby, which was a cracking game earlier in the season. We're only about three, four weeks in at that stage. And it was almost first and second, where Everton was certainly top at the time anyway. And you were talking mm-hmm. about two, you know, Liverpool favourites for the title anyway, and Everton possible outsiders. Now you're looking at two teams trying to cling on to the top four. So it'll be interesting uh, today pans out because in terms of league form, it's two teams short on confidence. Mm. Oh, no doubt about it. T- tomorrow's games are also intriguing at the top of the table. West Ham Spurs at midday, Villa Leicester at five past two, Arsenal City at 4.30 and Man U Newcastle at seven. And j- just out of those games, and, and we'll talk cricket in just a sec as well, Fraser, but I, I think a word for, for obviously Man City going well at Arsenal, but West Ham um, are really playing well at the moment under David Moyes. Tough game that for Tottenham, I think, on, on Sunday lunchtime. Again, you could have been a role reversing, haven't we? I think when Tottenham played them in that game, that remarkable game really in the season, blew that 3-0 lead. Tottenham were very much favourites then. West Ham stumbled at the start. Now again, I say it's the other way around. I think West Ham, like you say, in great form. David Moyes, the appointment has been fully justified, isn't it? They're, they're battling for a Champions League place. Spears have slipped of late and Spurs fans will be a bit concerned, I imagine, because they're now down in ninth. They haven't been in great form. Neither it's now way. at the point where that, that League Cup final no longer looks a luxury. It looks like must win almost to salvage the season. But if they do still harbour hopes of European qualification, of certainly Champions League qualification, they need to start picking up results before mm. they're left too far behind. And, and West Ham and the likes of Antonio are really firing at the moment. So it'd be interesting how Mourinho sets up because um, we said this, you, you walk a, a tight line with Mourinho at the moment. If if Spurs go there and, and play deep and don't get a, a, appear to be negative and don't get a result, then he's going to start coming in for a lot of pressure because I think there's only so long that Tottenham fans are going to stand that. But if they can negate West Ham and, and they have shown capabilities of doing that to teams and obviously you've got Kane and Son firing at the other end and, and Spurs have every chance. So it'd be interesting how he sets up. Arsenal, Manchester City... It's just so hard to bet against Manchester City at the moment. They're flowing so well. They're playing great football and they're just playing teams off the park. They've done it to Liverpool. They've done it to Everton. I've got to back Manchester City there. And, and Manchester United, Newcastle United been misfiring a bit again. Of late talk and being the title race seems to be subsiding. But Newcastle poor and, and they'll have, you know, you're looking back over their shoulders at Fulham now. So if, if Fulham were to win today, they'd close that gap on Newcastle to three points. And that would put Steve Bruce and his players under big mm. pressure tomorrow as well. So it's a fascinating weekend ahead again. It, 
It, it certainly is. We we spoke on Monday night's Pure West Sport about the cricket. We all obviously predicted correctly that India would go on and win it at a canter, the second test match, which they did. So all eyes now on the third test on, on Wednesday. And the talking point this week really was um, the, the treatment of Moeen Ali, who is going home because England have this policy of, of rotation. And I think we've, we've hinted on the show that the, the rotation policy, I think we agree with. Um, the, the way in which it's been carried out sometimes hasn't really been as slick as everyone would like and, and Joe Root's not someone who gets much wrong but I thought he did with his comments after the, the test match about Moe and Ali what, what was your thoughts there Fraser? Yeah I think it's a situation that has been handled quite badly by um, Ed Smith in particular and of course perhaps Joe Root and ECB. Joe Root using the word chosen um, didn't go down well did it? It implied that Moe and Ali off his own back and off his own accord had, had flown home but in fact, it was a pre-mad plan move. And, mm. and the word chosen wasn't used when Joss Butler went home. It wasn't used when Johnny Bairstow went home, for example. And um, you know, for, even for Ed Smith to put him in that position in the first place, to have asked him to stay on when it was pre-agreed, you know, they said it was an extenuating circumstance. Well, again, why wasn't there an extenuating circumstance for Johnny Bairstow after he performed well and England had a, a good series win in Sri Lanka? So it's become a bit of a muddle. Mm. Um, they have come out and apologised. There was a bit of damage done, but... I think more and all, you've got to think deeper than that as well. I'm looking at someone like Don Best now, you know, and it, it's not a great show of faith in Don Best. He has struggled at times on the store. He's still picked up wickets, mind, but he's been dropped for the second test. And now he knows that they, they almost broke current protocol to ask the guy to stay yeah. there so that he couldn't come back in. So he goes into the third test now under immense pressure. And, and it's something England can do without because they've just fallen badly in this series now to one all, a bit of a mess in Chennai, whatever you say about the pitch. And then going into, you know, the third test, with the pink ball and and with this day-night scenario, I think we're playing to their hands again. And they should almost get their tails up. And instead, they've been dealing with this, this bad publicity, if you like. And it's been a messy situation. They've not handled it well. Mm. I think so. And we will talk about that, no doubt, on Monday. Uh, Fraser, thank you very much. Have a good weekend. Uh, we will see you between 7 and 9 for some more Pure West Sport Monday evening. Thanks for your time. Look forward to it. Thank you, Ben. I've been waiting for you Come around and tell me the truth About everything that you're going through My girl, you've got nothing to lose Cold nights and the Sunday mornings On your way out of the grave I've got time, I've got love Got confidence, rise above Give me a minute to hold my girl Give me a minute to hold my girl Crowded town, silent bed Pick a place to rest your head Give me a minute to hold my girl Give me a minute to hold my girl I've been dreaming about us Working hard and saving it up We'll go and see the man on the moon My girl, we've got nothing to lose Cold nights and the Sunday mornings On your way out of the grave I've got time, I've got love Got confidence, rise above Give me a minute to hold my girl Give me a minute.
minute to hold my girl Crowded town, silent bed Be a good place to rest your head Give me a minute to hold my girl Give me a minute to hold my girl I've got love, got confidence, you rise above. Give me a minute to hold my girl. Give me a minute to hold my girl. Crowded town, silent bed. Be a good place to rest your head. Give me a minute to hold my girl. Give me a minute to hold my girl. Got love, got confidence, you rise above. Give me a minute to hold my girl. Give me a minute to hold my girl. Crowded town, silent bed. Be a good place to rest your head. Give me a minute to hold my girl. Give me a minute to hold my girl. George Ezra on Pure West Radio and Hold My Girl. It's Saturday morning. Really good to have your company. Horrible weather. I know this weekend that weather warning for heavy rain remains in place. So do take it steady, whatever you're up to today. We're going to talk rugby right now on Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. More, of course, at PembrokeshireBuilders.co.uk because Gordon Thomas has joined me right now. Good morning, Gordon. How are you? Good morning, Ben. I'm very good this morning. Are you okay? Had a yeah, good week? Not too bad at all, thank you. Yeah, looking forward to a bit of uh, rugby this weekend. Obviously, the Six Nations takes a break, but we've got uh, Pro 14 action and the Scarlets are at home to Benetton with a couple of Welsh squad members returning for the Scarlets this afternoon. Yeah, we've got uh, Ryan Combier from... Uh, he went to Tenby School. He's playing on the wing for the Scarlets. He'd be hoping to make an impression while the international players are away. We're on saying that, Ben. Two international players are turn for the Scarlets uh, is uh, Ryan, Co- uh, not Ryan Combier, Jake Ball and Ryan Elias have mm. uh, returned. So they need some game time and hopefully they'll be hoping to return to the Welsh camp and um, get a spot for the England game for the fourth ga- uh, Triple Crown game. That will be an interesting one. No doubt about it. Osprey's home to Zebra and the Blues away to Connaught. But of course, Gordon, you just mentioned it there. The the Six Nations takes a a break this weekend, but all eyes already will be on that game uh, next weekend in Cardiff. Quarter to five kickoff, Wales against England. What's your thoughts with a a week to go until the game? Well, there's a lot of water to go into the bridge. Uh, Wales have done well to win both their games. Uh, you know, albeit uh, people will say the sending offs in both the Ireland and Scotland game did have a bearing on it. But at the end of the day, it's about winning, Ben, and Wales did that well, especially at Murrayfield, because they picked up a bonus point as well. Four tries at Murrayfield, that was excellent. 
England now going through a transitional period, having lost against Scotland and the Calcutta Cup. It was a big body blow for Eddie Jones's men. But they did return against Italy and beat them quite comfortably by, you know, they scored six tries. So they'll be feeling quietly confident coming to Cardiff. But Wales really did play up front well against Scotland. Their forwards were outstanding. And um, they they will have to, you know, take on a big England pack. And England will be hoping to improve on the performance they did against Scotland. So it's going to be an interesting game. Um, You know, it's going to be a real blood and thunder game, I think, uh, Ben, up front. There'll be no no quarter given, you know. It's going to be really tough. Um, I, I don't know who's going to win it. Wales-England games are always tough affairs to call, but it, it's certainly favouring Wales at this moment at a time because mm. they've had lady luck with them. Um, I think as uh, Rhys Zamet has been excellent, but will he, will he be picked for the game? We've got Josh Adams to think about. He's, he's returning from his, um, his COVID breach. Uh, you've got... Lee, um, Lee Halfpenny is having a his uh, uh, head uh, examination just before the international break. Whether he'll be able to beat that protocol and be available, Liam Williams returned with a try against Scotland, so he could fit in at fullback. And Josh Adams possibly on one wing, and uh, Reece Samit on the other wing. So mm. it's going to be interesting I, days yeah. uh, ahead. Because Wales have also got Jonathan Davis may be back. He's been injured for a while. You've got George North as well. Um, they'll all be looking to, to to come back. So I think um, Pivock's going to have a little bit of a headache of who to pick for the game against in- England. He'd be brave, though, Gordon, not to pick Rhys Samet, surely, after the, the performance against Scotland. I agree. He's, you've got to pick the players on form, and he was mm. outstanding. So he, he's definitely going to be uh, in the starting lineup. I, I think Wales fans and myself will be completely shocked if he's put on the bench after that performance in uh, Scotland. Yeah. He deserves his place. So, as I said, the the other wing position then is up for grabs. It's going to be interesting. Um, uh, Josh Adams will probably get the nod, and I can see Liam Williams going to fullback because I got a funny feeling Halfpenny isn't going to be quite right. But it's early stages yet; they'll be it is. Uh, sorting that out in uh, in the week to come. It's going to be an uh, so interesting. It's going to be a hard week. camp. Alan Wynne Jones will have those forwards firing on all cylinders, getting ready for the preparation at uh, the Principality Stadium. And um, and Eddie Jones, he he, you know, he doesn't like losing. So uh, England will be uh, looking to uh, avenge uh, a Scottish defeat, which is hurting them badly. But that would make they would make up a lot if they could win at Cardiff. That will certainly inspire them for the rest of the championship. Mm, I can't wait for it next weekend. We'll, we'll talk more on Monday's show, Gordon, and next Saturday as well. Italy, Ireland, and France, Scotland. The other two games next weekend. Uh, Gordon, you have a really good weekend. Uh, we will look forward to speaking to you again Monday evening, seven until nine. Yeah, I look right forward here. to that. Ben and uh, have a have a good week. 
Thanks, Gordon. He is back along with Bill Kahn and Fraser Watson on Monday. We will be here between seven and nine on Monday evening. Eight until nine is live, of course, on the Pure West Radio Facebook page. Gareth Reynolds from Dale, who's just rode 3,000 miles of the Atlantic Ocean. He will be our guest. We'll be talking cricket as well with Peter Davis with the news the Indoor Cricket League is off for this season. But we do have cricket fixtures organised for Pembrokeshire. They'll be kicking off on the 25th of April and the Harrison Allen is scheduled for that August bank holiday weekend. So we will have a chat with Peter about that and with Bill Gordon and Fraser. Make sure you join us. If you're watching football today, enjoy the games. Southampton, Chelsea is the early kickoff at 12.30. Burnley against West Brom at 3. Liverpool Everton, the Merseyside derby, is at 5.30. And in-form Fulham host Sheffield United, who you feel if they lose that game must be doomed to, to relegation. So that will be an interesting one. That's the game at 8 o'clock. Have a brilliant Saturday. Whatever you're up to, do try and stay dry. Frank is on the way after the news at nine o'clock on Pure West Radio. And before that, the Scissor Sisters and Laura.
Hampshire. This is Pure West Radio. With the latest news for Pembrokeshire, I'm Kim Thomas. Another 42 cases of coronavirus have been recorded in the Hewilvar Health Board 